This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.44 and on trending today, do you prefer, it's a light one, it's a much lighter one, um, do you prefer playing host or being a guest and do you know how to be gracious on both sides of that? And this is coming from a tweet from at SoistWrites who says, this is me when I have friends over. Please treat my home as your home. Make yourself comfortable. Allow me to express my love for you through hospitality. When I'm staying with my friends, it becomes... Might I perhaps be permitted to drink a glass of water from your faucet if it's not too much bother? Why am I like this? My friends are amazing hosts and I'm like, could I possibly drop my used Kleenex in your trash can? So a number of um, (laughs) clues there that this is not a local tweet, uh, faucet, Kleenex and the like. But I think that this is in some ways a universal issue, right? The question of um, being both a good guest and a good host and what that looks like. Yeah, so it's about calibrating that generosity, right? So perhaps easier to be a very generous host and tell your guests, please use my home as your home and, you know, and say, please help yourself to whatever you want from uh, the refrigerator. Just, you know, just keep make yourself at home. But it's harder to be a guest with that same attitude because it suddenly says, well, you know, I feel inhibited, right? I'm not going to, you know, just walk into any room in the house. I'm not going to make myself at home because I do feel that as a guest, there are limits. So there's a kind of a push and pull here, right? So you could be a really generous host and then somewhat inhibited, overly sensitive and uh, reluctant guest, right? Yes, because it really... In some ways, they're two sides of the same coin, right? Um, It's this idea that you must be polite at all costs and what that means when you're a host versus what it means when you're a guest. Because people have, um, frankly, starved or dehydrated in people's homes. Uh, For example, we have Natalie who says, One time as a kid, I went to camp with my friend and her sister's Girl Scout troop and I was too anxious to ask for water. So for the entire weekend, I would just go to the bathroom, close the door and drink water out of my cupped hands when I was thirsty. Oh, Natalie. So this this is sad because I know that people, some people do suffer silence and then as a host you do sometimes say oh you know why didn't you tell me you wanted this I I would have got it for you to you you know an hour ago if you really were in need Um, I I do think because I grew up in a household where I was told uh, how to be a good uh, guest and how to be a good host um, these two things do pull at you in in slightly different uh, directions or maybe not slightly but in diametrically opposed directions well for example also there's um, the the idea of troubling somebody even though it's on offer so Sorilish says my life changed massively the day I realised that most people enjoy giving you a cup of tea and a snack when you visit that's why they offered you're not a craven scrounging goblin if you accept (laughs) Um, Benito also says it's quite entertaining that no matter what's on offer the polite thing to ask for is a glass of water this I feel so I I frequently do not accept or do not even think to accept a drink that needs preparation 
I will just always get the water because I, I don't want to put someone out, even though, of course, they may very well have bought drinks or um, thought about it in that way, spent money, um, assuming that people will come and want these drinks. Yeah, I mean, my for me, the strategy is to say, I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee. Would you like to? I, when I hear or sense reluctance, you know, that comes from this, this impulse, right, of not wanting to trouble the host, as a host, I would try and somehow undermine that a little by saying, look, you know, I was already going to make myself a cup of tea. And then I do find that people say, oh, okay, well, yes. you were going to make a cup if of it's tea. Not, if it's not going to be any trouble. Any more trouble than you would have gone to <laughs> otherwise, right? So, uh, and I think those are strategies, Julius. I mean, it's, it's a funny kind of game we play, right? It's a kind of dance we do, host and guest, uh, in terms of what is polite and uh, what seems an imposition. Though, of course, uh, when you've hosted enough times, guests that do impose uh, well, that's another story. I've talked about this before. I'm not a natural host. And so uh, I try as far as possible uh, to be a good guest. But even then, there are learned behaviours that I've had to kind of put in place, like not showing up. I don't think I showed up empty-handed before, but, you know, what it means to not show up empty-handed has, has changed and evolved a little bit as I've grown up. Um, and then I think once you're there, how you behave, how you engage with a person's house, because, of course, some people, um, boundaries are different, right? Some people feel more comfortable wandering through the house um, and others kind of confine themselves to certain spaces and try and make themselves as small as possible. There's all sorts of things here, but let us know. Do you think you're uh, you're better as a host or better as a guest? Uh, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM. 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, it's 5.54, and that was Fleetwood Mac with Go Your Own Way. You are listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod, and we are talking today about, uh, well, on Trending Today, there was a question, or rather a, a scenario, about either playing host or being a guest, and how often the principles of being a good host might mean that you end up being a guest who never asks for anything, who never wants to trouble anybody. And so we were asking you for your thoughts on that. Do you think that you're a better host or a better guest? Um, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have got a voice note. This is Roberto. Oh, I'm 100%, 1,000% times better uh, as a guest than a host. More because one thing only. I don't like to prepare my house to receive guests. It's horrendous the amount of time that is needed. I'm sorry. I love to have guests over that I like my friends to come to my house. But oh my God, tell me if I am wrong, okay? But it's so tremendously tiresome to get everything prepared. Perhaps because my, the family that I live with is very meticulous about having the house pristine to receive or welcome any kind of guest. It doesn't matter that are close friends. The house must be pristine. That I don't like. So yeah, I prefer 100%. I behave better when I'm a guest. I know how to behave, how to approach, where to go, where not to go, and all the stuff, but yeah. 100% guest. 
Roberto, thank you for that. Uh, I, I am also like that. I, by the way, um, don't believe in a pristine house to welcome people over. I know that for some people that can be regarded. I, I know that I suppose a more traditional version of hosting is that you show respect to your guests by making sure that your house is super, super clean. Um, to me, it shows intimacy that I'm... I like it also, going to a person's house and it not being cleaned up for me. I appreciate that. Okay. So I, you know, we've, I think, established in a previous conversation that I love to host. Yes, you do. I do. Uh, and when it comes to cleanliness, unfortunately, and I love my mom, I want to say, I want to preface this by saying <laughs> I really love my mom. She's the most wonderful person in the world, uh, is that I think of potential guests as being some sort of surrogate mother coming in and they might check to see whether everything's tip top and you know I've actually vacuumed the sofa and all that so I do have those anxieties and mm. I have had friends lovely friends who have been you know guests in my uh, apartment many times who tell me don't worry about the cleaning up it's really not that important but unfortunately it's so ingrained in me that I have you know anxieties around that and so I'm trying to become a much more chill guest I think that's the thing that's the thing that's a project for myself you know uh, to learn to uh, to host without anxiety Yuita says, I grew up in a brown family. We're taught to be good guests and an equally good host. But I noticed that some of the Gen Z don't really make for good guests. They tend to not have the Malaysia adat istiadat of not troubling the host with too many dishes. Especially being from a brown family, I find that very new and strange. I'm happy to host my Gen Z friends, but I think that times has changed times have changed. The thought of helping with drinking cups and a little bit of clearing after them is not there. And I experienced this because I have all my friends come over to group study and in the medicine field, you'll see people from different ages. I'm a millennial. So oftentimes I'll have to clean up after a group study session of um, a group where it's a majority Gen Z group, but I'm still happy to host. Well, that's very interesting, Yuvita. I mean, I've never... So I my impulse is actually, well, I'm brown, but I also don't like my guests to clean up. I really feel that I can do it myself. In fact, I don't like it when, and I'm still cooking, my friends come in and they say, can we help? Because for me, that's added pressure. I was like, oh, I have to designate, something I have to like order the whole kitchen around people helping. So yeah, but yeah, brown people typically make great hosts because they're so generous, I think. Uh, this whole idea of cleaning up after yourself and what you expect from guests, I think, is an entirely separate conversation because it's it's kind of a... It's a bit of a complicated one because, like you point out, some people appreciate it um, and slightly expect it because that's how you were raised to be a good guest also, is that you should clean up after yourself. Um, and then, on the other hand, you have people who just don't want anything to do with it. Um, I don't mind a little bit of both. I'm not keen on guests cleaning up everything. Um, I, but I think that if somebody washes their own cup, I feel appreciative of that. It's not expected, but I'm appreciative. Yeah, I think I think the gestures often are something I appreciate when somebody says, and I can, and I can tell tell them, no, no, really, it's okay. I have a system, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, and I just actually what I don't want to do is I don't want the party to kind of devolve into a cleaning uh, frenzy. I, I just want people to, and I take my time. I take two days to clean up after people leave. Just to close off, Belinda says, I am both a good host as well as a guest, but I never overstay my welcome at any one time, even with my circle of best buddies. I also keep my late husband's remarks in mind at all times. Guests like fish begin to smell after 
after three days. Wow. Well, three days is a long time if you're having a dinner party. Keep those thoughts coming. You can call us, send us a voice note and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.